Hey, what's up? It's Jared with State Tech. Today we are going to talk about the Pixelbook Go. Now, I opted to get the maxed out Pixelbook Go and check it out. And you're wondering maybe Chromebook. Interesting choice, guy, being that I'm typically using a Mac or I've talked a lot about building extremely powerful PCs for video editing. So why on earth am I messing around with a Chromebook? Well, I have loved the idea of a Chromebook for the longest time because Chromebooks have had a few things typical of them, which they are lightweight, they are easy to connect to, they are simple because the Chrome OS is usually pretty simple, and the battery life is really good. So if I want something for a writing device or something that's just easy for me to go and web browse from, a Chromebook has always been really appealing. But Chromebooks typically have been really cheap and like they're slow sometimes and there's just issues. I've reviewed a Chromebook in the past and it's right now we still have it. It is a pain in the butt to use and we utilize it almost never because it's just so underpowered and it just doesn't run very well. And a lot of new things have come to Chromebook uh, over the last few years and most recently being the ability to run Android apps on them, which is great. And so being that you can utilize Android apps on most of your Chromebooks now, is huge. And so when the Pixelbook Go was announced, I absolutely fell in love with the look and the design of it. I thought, wow, that is simple. It's lightweight. I love the way it looks. It looks like something that I could just carry with me when I need. Uh, I don't need my full MacBook Pro 16 inch with all the power and everything. I just want something lightweight that I can utilize that's easy. And so when I got my hands on the maxed out, which is the i7 version of the Pixelbook, I waited for that because I wanted the one with a 4K display and I wanted a little bit more performance so that it would last longer. So that if I utilized an Android app on it that maybe was a little heavier, that it wasn't going to bog down the system, that everything would just continue to run fine. So I wanted to talk about why I'm using this Pixelbook and just give you an overall review of what my experiences have been so far. Because the Pixelbook Go is definitely not the cheapest option that's out there. It's not the cheapest as far as 4K displays go. It's not the cheapest as far as performance goes, but it is one of the better looking, one of the better build quality uh, Chromebooks that are out there. And so we're going to jump into all of that. So I chose uh, to, to use a Chromebook because of simplicity. Battery life is huge as well. My Mac is great, but I tend to have a lot of different things running and that kind of hogs the battery life. I still get great battery life on my Mac, but the Pixelbook I know will last me all day long, no matter what that I'm doing on the Pixelbook. It's super lightweight, so it's barely heavier than my iPad is really when I have a keyboard case on my iPad and the Apple Pencil and maybe um, another little accessory like a mouse or something. The Chromebook, the Pixelbook Go Chromebook is just, it's lightweight. It's easy to carry around with me. It's always ready. I mean, you open the lid and by the time you've opened the lid, it's already powered on and ready to go, which is unlike any other laptop that's out there. And even cheaper Chromebooks are not going to power up that fast. They may for the first few times that you use them, but after a month or so of using them, they are going to take forever. You open the lid and you're waiting. And with this Pixelbook Go, open the lid, boom, it's good to go no matter what, even if I was previously using a heavier application like Adobe Lightroom on the thing. So instant tethering with Android phones is also great because I can open up my Pixel Book and then it will automatically tether to my Android phone. Of course, tethering to an iPhone isn't that hard either, 
but if I'm out and about, being able to connect to it super easy is just a simple process. No thinking, no going through the menus on my Android phone. As long as you have a supported Android phone, it's gonna be super easy to connect. So what are some of the features that I think make this Pixelbook stand apart from others? Well, the 4K display was definitely something that I wanted. I knew that I wanted to try photo editing on the Pixel and see if the Pixel Book would allow for that, and it definitely does. So I wanted the higher resolution screen because I do a lot of like photo editing and stuff, and I wanted to be able to see more on my display. So I went with the 4K option, and it has a standard like UHD 4K, which is 3840 by 2160, and the pixel depth is 331 PPI, which is really high for a laptop. That's like smartphone level pixel density. You typically don't see that type of pixel density on a laptop. Even what is considered retina displays on Macs typically are not that high in the uh, pixel density. So the super lightweight magnesium chassis is also nice. It's very durable. The build quality is just great on it. I don't feel like I have to baby this thing, even though I do take care of my devices. I'm not as worried about it as I would a, a more plasticky laptop. Uh, so being in the back of one of my camera bags, you know, being smushed in between my back and some cameras uh, with a little bit of padding, definitely I'm not as worried about it as a plastic laptop. This uh, particular model is the i7. It does have a Y-series i7 CPU, but it's definitely more than powerful enough for what I'm doing, and I have seen no signs of slowdown. It's an absolute beast of a machine with that i7 processor in it. The battery life is consistent, lasting me all day. I don't have issues. I've gone start to finish through my entire day, utilizing it basically with the screen on all day long, and the battery life, I have more to spare at the end of the day, which is absolutely great. Uh, this particular model also has 16 gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of storage. Those were also two things that I found to be really important when deciding because I've had Chromebooks with eight gigs of storage and like 128 or, or like less uh, gigs of RAM. And I knew I was going to be editing photos and doing stuff where I wanted a little bit of storage and I wanted a little bit more performance. And I think it doesn't matter what kind of laptop you're on these days, a 16 gigs is just, it's a good place to be at, at a minimum. And so I went with this model because I absolutely knew that I wanted the 16 gigs, of course, on top of the, uh, the 4K display. The dedicated Google Assistant button, that's something that uh, is pretty much rolling out on all uh, Chromebooks pretty much. They're removing the cap locks and giving you that Google Assistant button. So a search button, you hit the button, Google Assistant is ready to go. You're ready to type in a search, kind of like the Windows Hello key or uh, I guess uh, Command Space on a Mac. Um, so you instantly have access to that. And of course, you could still access your cap locks by holding down Alt and then hitting that button uh, that typically was your cap locks. And then a little notification will pop up in the right-hand corner letting you know that you have your cap locks on. Um, also, frequent updates. Chrome OS is always getting updates with new security updates and new little features and bug fixes. And so there's always new updates coming out so you know that you're going to get the best experience. So I use this Chromebook in a variety of different ways, but the the top four ways that I use this is for writing. It's just a it's a nice writing experience. The keyboard the key travel is a little shallow, but if you like the Mac experience of a keyboard, you're going to absolutely love this. The key travel is fine. 
The typing experience is really nice. The trackpad is really nice on it. I wish it was a little bigger, especially when I'm editing photos, but it is nice. I do like that. I use, I've been using it a lot for editing photos in Lightroom because a lot of times I will go and use Lightroom on my Mac and it's kind of a heavy application on there. Using Lightroom Mobile, which runs on this particular Chromebook or pretty much any Chromebook that will run Android apps. And I've really come to love Lightroom, like the Cloud Edition, which also works with mobile because I can get a couple of photos in and edit them really fast. If I have bigger batches of photos, I typically still use Lightroom Classic, which only runs on a Mac or a PC. But for smaller batch editing, you know, 50 photos or less, I definitely utilize my Chromebook for that or maybe even my iPad. But most of the time, the Chromebook just makes it a really easy experience. So I've been utilizing Lightroom a lot in that. And I'll probably do a tutorial over on Ditch Auto on how I'm using a Chromebook to edit my photos. Because when I say that to people, people are like, wait, what? How do you edit photos on a Chromebook? Social media management is also a huge one for this device. Uh, for managing these, you can utilize the Android app versions. For example, if you use Instagram, you know that pretty much you can only use Instagram on a phone or even a tablet, and it's a horrible experience on a tablet. But you can use full Instagram on a Chromebook like this. Run Instagram, you can even post photos, you can run an Instagram live from the webcam on this device. So there's, you can use the entire aspect of Instagram, including multiple accounts, right from your Chromebook, which makes the experience much better for somebody who is managing multiple, uh, multiple accounts, who's managing accounts for their business um, and needs to be able to update and type a lot. It's a lot easier to type on the keyboard than it is to thumb it out on a phone. And so utilizing Instagram on this is, is just absolutely, it, it makes it worth its cost in being able to do that. And it's a fast process because the, this particular laptop has plenty of performance to do everything else it's doing, including running Instagram, which is just great. And then there's also other Android apps that I use as well on here. There are a couple of games that I like to play, but most of the time I'm utilizing other apps um, that are Android apps and you have the entire Play Store so you can access all of those apps and a lot of them actually do go full screen and look really well and perform really well on this laptop. But also there are a lot of apps that run in a web browser. For example, I utilize Notion for a lot. I'm actually, my uh, outline for this video is in Notion and I'm utilizing it right on the Chromebook, which I'm looking at right in front of me. And Notion just tends to run better in the browser on this Chromebook, but you can utilize things that run in the browser. You can utilize things that run in Android apps. And so it's just an overall like really nice experience. I'm glad that they went down that road of utilizing Android apps in the Google Play Store on Chrome. I think that's a huge focus area for Google right now. And so we'll probably see a lot more amazing things coming. I do wish, though, there are a few things that I wish that this Chromebook had. And I do wish that it had some sort of unlocking feature like a fingerprint or a face unlock, something like the Pixel phone has so that I can unlock the device. I don't have to type in my password all the time. I tend to just not have a password because it's kind of a pain in the butt to have to type it in all the time. I do wish that it had some sort of two-in-one capability. Uh, it opens up pretty wide for a laptop, but it, it has a touchscreen, and I don't utilize the touchscreen too much because it doesn't fold and do a full tablet. If it did, I probably would utilize it a little bit more, so I do wish that it did have two-in-one capabilities. 
It also has a 16 by 9 aspect ratio, which is the same as like 4K video or HD video, depending on the, the screen model that you get. And I feel like the display is just a little short compared to what we're used to. Most laptops are like at least 16 by 10. They're a little bit taller, gives you a little bit more reading space, so you don't have to scroll as much. I do wish that it was a little bit taller, but I also do love the fact that it is compact as it is, so it's, it's one of those things where I don't know if I would like it until I actually got to experience it, but sometimes I do wish that it did have a little bit taller of a display. So the bottom line, is it worth it? Because this is not the cheapest Chromebook out there. It is a more expensive Chromebook. It's one that's directly from Google, so you know you're going to pay a little bit more for it. But I think that there are a few reasons that it is good for the price, even though it's a little bit more expensive. Number one, the build quality. I don't have to worry about this laptop nearly as much as I have to worry about other ones that are more plasticky, that have finicky ports and stuff like that on them, like huge charging bricks, considering it's just a small little laptop. I charge the Pixelbook Go either with the small 45 watt adapter that it came with, or I have an even smaller 61 watt adapter, I believe it is, USB-C, super small, it's that size, like a size of a small brownie bite, and I can easily charge my, my Chromebook from it and get fast charging time, all day battery life, it's just great. So something like this would also be a great buy for the student that wants something that's a little bit more durable. They're going from class to class, putting it in their backpack. They don't want something that's gonna end up cracking and breaking super easy. This is a very sturdy device and the build quality is just great. It is solid, it is sturdy. It is made out of a solid piece of magnesium and then built out and so it's it's something that's gonna last. And getting it with a little bit more performance, not buying the base model, but buying maybe even the midline with the i5 or even the top of the line i7 means that it's gonna last longer because it has the performance to handle the more intense apps that will become available with time, the more requirements that Chrome OS will need with time. And so even though you spend a little bit more money up front, it's still not nearly the kind of money that you would have to spend to get this kind of build quality and performance out of a full PC or Mac laptop. So I do think it's worth it in those aspects. One last little note on something that I wish that was better is the webcam that's on there. I forgot to mention that one. The webcam is better than some, but still pretty poor. You can definitely use it in good lighting situations, but in lower lit situations, it totally falls apart and is not that useful. So that's going to do it for my review of the Pixelbook Go. This is definitely something different. I don't do a whole lot of laptop reviews, but the Pixelbook Go is something that just stood out to me as something that's different and useful in a space that I typically write off because most of the devices are lower quality and lower performance. So let me know what you think down in the comment section below. Is a Chromebook something you've ever entertained? Are you looking for a Chromebook? Have you used one in the past? Share with me your thoughts down in the comment section. I would love to hear them and chat with you about it there. I've got links in the description below to this Chromebook as well as the others that are available. So when you click on those links, if you make a purchase, it definitely helps support the channel here and I greatly appreciate that. But that's going to do it for the video today. Thanks so much for checking it out and I hope to see you back in the next one. Take care.